Hello, everyone. Welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name's Will, and for this podcast, a new episode will come out every weekend and will have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that I feel y'all, the audience, may enjoy. So, obviously, with these interesting times that we're in, you know, with um, COVID-19 or the coronavirus, however you, you prefer it, you know, people are, a lot of us are stuck inside, you know, kind of wondering what to do with everyone around my age, kind of in their twenties, especially guys, they're probably playing video games, maybe getting bored by playing the same video game over and over again and trying to mix up the games. But, um, what I decided to do and based off of last week's episode, what I said, this would, this episode would be, I'm going to provide some shows and movies to watch while, while in quarantine. Um, you know, these are just kind of my, my recommendations based off of, uh, stuff that I've liked that I think some other people would like. So, uh, I got, I have five movies, I have five shows, and then I have a YouTube series as well. This kind of as an honorable mention, um, and we'll get to that, um, once we get there at the end. So let's go ahead and get started with the first movie or movies, if that gives any hint here. So, the first thing, the first recommendation I have here are the MCU movies, the Marvel Universe movies, or Marvel movies. So, obviously that includes Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man, Homecoming, uh, Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, all those kinds of movies. And so... There's about 23, maybe 24 movies now out right now out of that realm. And so you could go one each day or multiple in a day to kind of try to knock them out as quickly as possible. But you can, if you want to, you can watch them kind of, spur, you know, based off of, oh, I want to see this one. I haven't seen this one. And then just kind of bounce around. But I, I've heard of people trying to watch these movies in order. So more so kind of based off of the setting, but you can do it either based on the setting or based on when they came out. Um, when they came out might, might make some sense, but also, uh, I prefer in my case, I haven't done it, but I would prefer doing it in chronological order as if, you know, the setting. So with that being said, I'm not going to go through the full list, but I'll say what you should start and what you should end with. Should you do that? I go. I do go through the uh, the time period, like the the way that these movies will go through in my MCU episode uh, that I did really early on, right before Endgame came out. So in this case, you start with Captain America: The First Avenger, and then you end with Spider-Man: Far From Home. That one being the most recent. Based off of when these movies came out, if you want to watch it in that chronological order, you start with Iron Man being the first one ever released out of the, at least out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe order, and then you end again with Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, um, Black Widow is supposed to be coming out, I just saw earlier today that it's supposed to be uh, released into theaters around November, it was supposed to be somewhere around June 
um, originally, but obviously due to this due to the situation, they pushed it back. I wouldn't be shocked if maybe they somehow end up releasing it on Disney Plus at some point um, before that even hits. So, um, with that being said, if you want to look for these movies, you def you have Disney Plus for sure for just about every single movie that you'll be able to watch. Besides the Spider-Man movies, as you know, Spider-Man has been a Sony property, or if you don't know, Spider-Man is a Sony property as well, so they are technically separate entities and not on Disney+, Plus. and so you might have to go to Netflix, uh, your on-demand uh, section on your TV, or maybe like an HBO Go or Amazon Prime to watch the two Spider-Man movies if you want to do this. So that, that might be the only downfall to watching the MCU movies, but that's really it. Alright, getting into my first show, we're going to stick with the comic themes here, and we're going to go Arrow. So, Arrow's part of this whole thing called an Arrowverse, and I did a podcast episode about this as well. So if you don't know what that is, I'll just give a brief overview of what it is. The Arrowverse is a whole universe of shows that are connected, um, and they're, they all take place on the CW. So that would be Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Batwoman, and Black Lightning. All these were confirmed to be connected, well, at least Black Lightning was confirmed to be connected to all those other shows, and, and a huge crossover event that occurred this, this year. Um, so Arrow is a pretty pretty, pretty dark show, uh, if you want to watch it. So if you're not a big fan of, uh, blood or seeing, uh, people kind of getting stitched up after a fight, this might not necessarily be the show for you, but I really liked it. I'm not a big fan of that stuff, but the, uh, but a lot of the other, like the story and the characters just kind of make up for it in that case. Um, the, like I said, it is a comic book show. It's based off a DC DC superhero of of the Green Arrow. Uh, they, I don't think they necessarily dig too much into him being named the Green Arrow, uh, but that they really just kind of rely it on Arrow. And then um, the show ran eight seasons. Uh, the eight season eight being. The last one from this year that ended with the big crossover event. Uh, actually, t- about one or two episodes after the big crossover event. So it is over. So if you do want to watch this show in completion, you can. And you can watch it on Netflix. Now, the one bad thing about this, the one con to this would be... If you just if you just want to watch Arrow and not Flash or Supergirl or Batwoman... You know, the thing, the thing about that is... There might be some storyline overlays that roll roll into it, which uh, means you might have to go and watch Flash, or you might have to go and watch Supergirl. Those two mainly, because Batwoman just started this year, so you'd really only seen influence in season eight, but still, you would have to cross over into different shows to see what what would happen. So, if you just want to watch Arrow, that might be your one con to, to watching it, so... Um, but again, this is on Netflix along with all other uh, Arrowverse shows. All right, movie number two, Silver Linings Playbook, um, starring Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Believe it or not, this movie is one of my favorite movie, uh, one of my favorite movies 
if not my favorite movie of all time. That sounds weird to say. I'll change the wording of that. It is my favorite movie of all time. And the reason why is I think there's such a good story in Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence just killer in their roles. And you can't deny it if you've seen this movie. And it's I think it's just a really nice movie. Um, so another part of this that makes me like this a whole lot is... There's a lot of really good quotes that come out of it. Bradley Cooper's character, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, there, he, he provides a lot of really good quotes throughout it. He has, like, a positive mental attitude. Throughout, well, he tries to have a positive mental attitude throughout most of the, most of the movie. You know, so um, he gives these nice little quotes about finding maybe your, by finding your silver lining and all of that. You know, I liked a lot of these quotes so much that I used one, I believe, as my senior quote my um, in the yearbook in high school. So, um, this is another thing you can find on Netflix. Um, there's more big stars kind of in this movie that um, that are good, but also kind of get regulated to not as big as a not big of not that big of a role like uh, Cooper and Lawrence. So. That's the uh, only. Uh, that's the other thing. I would say there's no downside to to this at all, and so uh, I truly do recommend it to you guys. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook, being the second movie. All right, the second show here, and it's funny. It's funny when I put this together. I put this together a couple of days before I I was doing this. Uh, episode I storyboarded this and so I gave uh, I put psych up on here right this is easily one of my favorite shows of all time um, it stars James O'Day and Dulé Hill James O'Day if you know uh, if you don't know him you might actually know him from something right now of a million little things on ABC and Dulé Hill has been on suits which is I think a pretty well-liked show on USA um, but it's funny because it was announced today that USA, which was the channel that Psych was on, is doing a Psych Psychathon. So they're doing a whole marathon of the show from uh, all all the seasons, starting I believe next Wednesday on USA. And I'm looking so forward to. I know I'm definitely going to be tuning in. Um, so the basis of behind the show is that it's pretty much a. Um, there's two best buds that run this uh, company called Psych, and they work with the uh, they work with the local cops, and um, it's pretty much a crime solving uh, show. And for some reason, that's a genre that I've really kind of gotten into for some reason. But besides that, the uh, besides that, right? This is a comedy show that, um, you know, with, with a psychic kind of side to this as well. And the whole comedy really kind of generates from a, a lot of, obviously a lot of different things. The timing, um, I think it's well-dated humor. And not only that, but a lot of the comedy is kind of full of, you know, pop culture references as well. The show is full of it too. Full of pop culture references, not just in the comedy, but kind of throughout, you know, there's nods to, uh, Rick Astley and, you know, since, and keep, this is a show that was on USA. And so, so is, uh, 
was Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. Um, and so a lot of wrestlers would come on, but they got a lot of other um, really good guest stars as well. So uh, beside, besides some of the uh, men and women from WWE, they got people um, from really ni- really good uh, TV shows or kind of who are well-known. Some examples, Mackay Pfeiffer, uh, Jaleel White, Kenan Thompson, John Cena, um, The Big Show, if you're a WWE guy or, or – not guy, but fan, um, and I believe Billy Zane was on an episode as well, so there's a lot of kind of big firepower at the guest star thing, which also makes it such a great show. Uh, this also ran eight seasons, so this show's also done. It's been done for a while, and so, you know, like I said before this came, before this whole psych thing was announced, I didn't know that this was going to be happening, right? Uh, I it is also available on Amazon Prime, but if you want to start watching the show without having to pay for anything, which is the one downfall to Amazon Prime here, would be to watch this psychathon um, starting Wednesday night on the USA Network. All right, moving on to movie number three, and it's going to sound weird, but I highly encourage you to watch this. It is Frozen 2. Obviously, this is the sequel to Frozen, um, which was a huge hit with the younger crowd when that originally came out, you know, starring uh, Idina Menzel, Josh Gad, Kristen Bell. Um, this this is a strong sequel to uh, to what was a good, good animated movie that one of the more re- most recent great Disney movies, right? It's the same characters. Obviously, because you can't make a sequel without, you know, obviously there's some different, there's some different characters, but it's all pretty much the same characters minus the villain from, uh, from the, the original version with Hans. Uh, now if I do remember, there's not necessarily a villain in this movie, which makes it actually so good. And I think it's, that's what kind of makes this a little bit more, makes Frozen a little bit more distinct from other Disney movies. Um, and if you want, yeah, actually I'll talk about that later, but you know, with, with this, there's a great story, you know, and in the original Frozen talk, it was mainly about, you know, it was hev- heavily on family, you know, Disney movies are mainly about, you know, a princess trying to find, you know, a, uh, you know, some like a, like a boyfriend mainly, right? And so in this case, you know, you know, in the original Frozen, it was familial love, and they kind of go at that yet again. That's kind of one of the they keep going at that. They continue that great storyline of family, and so you know, I think that's what makes Frozen so good and so much more different from those other Disney movies. Now, the one, the one thing, I, the one thing that I would knock this this movie on is just the songs the songs are not as good as the original you know the original if obviously when the original came out one of the you know there was a huge banger called let it go that's that was a huge banger to little kids all around the world you know and you know people have spoofed it to where you know they include to where maybe some older people you know, can kind of sing to the tune of it, but it's still, 
Um, Frozen 2 does not, to me, have any songs to a let it go kind of level. So I would say that's the only downfall. Now, of course, this is a Disney movie. It was released on Disney Plus early. So um, if you want to go watch it and you have a Disney Plus account, go ahead and find it. And I think it might also be, it was available for digital release early as well. So on demand or um, Amazon and all that other, all those other places as well. So moving on to my third show, we're going to head back into the comic area. Now, this one is no, you have to watch other shows to keep, to kind of keep a storyline, or I'd recommend you kind of watch this in order, you know, in order with other shows or, you know, all that, like the MCU. This is this one you can watch on, on your own. There's really no interconnection to this, and that's why it, but it is a DC, it's another show based off a DC comic character. It is called Lucifer. Um, I had, I have start, I have watched most of it. I need to get back into watching it. But this is a comedy and it's a great comedy. And when I mean great comedy, there, um, the, there's the humor is at an A plus level. Um, it stars Tom Ellis. Um, I believe to me, he's like the only, um, actor that, I somewhat knew uh, when I was watching the show. It's another crime-solving kind of TV show. Um, it has four seasons currently and is on Netflix. Now, with Lucifer, you may say, well, the title of this sounds like it might be super religious. There, I wouldn't say there's religious overtones. It's not saying, you know not saying devout Christian or devout whatever. This, this has people like him, they do mention God a lot, they do mention a lot of other, you know, kind of religious um, figures throughout it, but the, the whole premise is, is if, as if Lucifer was in the same world as us, and you have other people from the from that kind of area coming down into the, uh, in, the in their case, the mortal world, uh, to uh, see what it's like, see if they can survive it, and yeah, I think it's funny the way they portray Lucifer throughout this whole thing as if he was a human. And it, to me, it's just so freaking funny. Um, so that is Lucifer. Again, a big, uh, a big watch. Netflix and I, be I believe other places like Amazon Prime. And uh, Actually, I don't know if Amazon Prime will have this. It is a Netflix, it's, it's a Netflix series because I think it was NBC or something like that a channel like that actually had it originally canceled it. Netflix picked it up. So it's only on Netflix. All right. My fourth movie here, knives out. It's a great movie. It stars Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Daniel Craig, and a lot of others. Um, an another actor here to include the, uh, the, from the new it movies, the, the kid who plays the actual kid who plays Bill. He, he's in this movie as well. Um, but this is, this is a really kind of cool movie to watch. This is a whodunit movie. So if you don't know what that is, that is trying to figure, uh, people trying to figure out who solved one particular crime. Um, and it is, it, it's a whole lot and we'll get into this a little bit later, like clue, but, um, it's a fun movie because of the whodunit aspect of it. You, you're, 
you're going through the movie, at least when I saw this in theaters, um, I was trying to guess who it was as the movie went along, and obviously there's twists and turns along the way, so it's, you know, that's what makes it fun, and then you may, this is a movie you may have to watch a second time to kind of pick up clues of, um, how they kind of alluded to who, who the, uh, person who committed the crime was, right? You, you may have to watch a third time if you're into that kind of stuff to trying to look, go back and look for details, right? Um, and like I said, this is a whole lot like Clue. Um, it, and if you don't remember the the board game Clue, Clue is a, is essentially a game. It's a whodunit game to where you're going and, and you're like, okay, um, here's where we, you know, you roll a dice and let I professor in your professor plum, you get into the library and saying, all right, um, I'm going to accuse this person. And you choose somebody like, um, professor mustard or, uh, Dr. Mustard, I think something along the lines of that, uh, killed, uh, Mr. Blue with the candle in the library or something like that. That's essentially kind of what it is, but it's not to that extent, Right, you kind of know early on what the crime you you know what the crime is, and clue you have to guess it, but still it's a all right who, who you point who you pointing your finger at in this case. So uh, this is on Amazon Prime, and I believe among other platforms as well. Uh, it's not something that is strictly held on by anything, so that that's a good thing. Moving on to my fourth uh, show here. And this show is freaking awesome. It is Stranger Things. It stars that. Well, th- let's just say the. Let's just say it this way, because there's too many people to go through that in this show that are so freaking good, right? So it has an all-star cast because the kid actors are freaking awesome. Well, I guess they're teenage actors now. Um, they were originally kid actors, but now they're essentially teenage actors. I'm going on a rant. I need to stop. Um, but it, like I said, it's a great cast. Um, it takes place mainly in the eighties, uh, in the United States. And it's, uh, so it kind of gives some people the nostalgia feel of be- getting back living into the eighties and being like, Oh yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah, I remember, I remember that like, Holy crap, look at the hair or something like that. Or look at the outfits. And one part of that, one part of that is also the good music. They actually do include a lot of um, songs that people know uh, from uh, from that time that really kind of f- fits this scenario, which I think is absolutely amazing. I love he- hearing the '80s music, and I'm somewhat of a fan of '80s music as well. Um, this this show itself it's a thriller slash horror kind of show. There are a whole lot of monsters, kind of. Um, there's, I guess you could say it's a paranormal part as well, um, but and, and usually I'm not a huge fan of that kind of stuff, but this is actually a really, really good show, um, and it kind of, and it's one of the, well, I guess I don't really watch a lot of those shows because I, I can't say anything, but this is a, um, this is something, this is a show that I think a lot of people can get behind because there's no real way to in my opinion, there's, I don't know if you can really dog on it for a couple reasons, but if you do, uh, kind of, if you're not a big fan, I can understand, I, I, I won't disagree with you on stuff. 
but there are currently three seasons. They are working on a fourth, or they have worked on a fourth, and they're in like post production or something. And this is strictly on Netflix, so it's a lot like Lucifer. It's held into one spot. So if you have a Netflix account, go watch the show. I highly, highly suggest this show in particular. Alrighty. My fifth and final movie is Jumanji. I'll, I'll do I'll do Jumanji slash Jumanji 2. Um, and it stars Kevin Hart, Dwayne The Rock, Johnson, Jack Black, and Karen Gillan. Those are kind of the main four that you uh, that you get at least in the f- in the first movie. Oh, Nick Jonas as well. That's right, Nick Jonas. Um, the the these two movies are great. They're just so freaking good. There was a whole lot of controversy when it was announced that this movie was going to be made because there was a one bef- one before this, and it starred Robin Williams and the the original. Um, you know, the original was... I watched the original before I watched that movie. The new one. The, the original is kind of weird because it's a board game getting brought into real life. This is people getting sucked into a video game. Um, so it's kind of... It's adapted more into mo- modern times, right? And Which I think makes it a little bit better. So that's, you know, different than the original. You get sucked into a video game and you have to play it out. Um, but there are nods to the original. I think they actually name drop Robin Williams' character in the movie at some point, in, in, at least in the first one, right? Um, but like I said, there, there, there's two of these, and, you know, it's a huge comedy. Obviously, when you have someone like Kevin Hart in this, you know, it's, it, I think it's gonna, it, it might work pretty well, it, and it might be a strong comedy. This is a really strong comedy, in my opinion. Yeah, Kevin Hart and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you know, having banter back and forth, which I think is always great. But then, yeah, I'm not going to give anything away. But you know, Jack Black. If you watch this movie, one thing I want you to pay attention to is Jack Black and how method he gets into his acting in the first and in the second, because he goes full into it the whole time, right? And I highly encourage the second one as well, because Kevin Hart and Dwayne and The Rock or Dwayne Johnson both kind of have a different role from the first one. Again, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but that's one of the big, big parts to this. Um, But this is on Amazon Prime. This is uh, probably on other platforms as well. But Jumanji, yet again, I would say this is probably one of my top comedy movies of all time. One of my favorite comedy movies of all time. So, uh, it's pretty high up there. I, I, I really liked it when it came out. All right. So, we got one more TV show here. And we got the YouTube series. So, let's get into this TV, TV show that is called The Masked Singer. Right? So, this comes on on Fox every Wednesday. And so, this is a great show. I highly encourage you to watch. This is on Hulu, and it's also on Fox.com. And I believe y'all can also pick it up on your TVs if you have the on-demand feature or anything else. Um, But this is a cool show, and I I just can't underestimate that. I can't overstate that enough. Uh, I did my own little episode about this on Season 2. Um, 
giving people clues and, uh, you know, giving people clues and who I thought these uh, characters were. So the Mass Singer is a competition, uh, guess a celebrity kind of show. So the you have celebrities uh, behind a mask singing to a panel of four uh, celebrities who are Robin Thicke, Ken Junk, Jenny McCarthy, and Nicole, Nicole Scherzing, Scherzinger. And uh, the host is Nick Cannon. And so uh, this show adds a whole different element to kind of that, you know, I guess not reality, but competition show, right? Because now you're kind of participating in it too. You're guessing who's behind the mask. And that's why I like it so much Um, because it's fun and shocking because the first season, the first episode, you know, I I got the person right. I knew, I kind of knew who the clues, you know, who it was to piss off the clues and all that. Now, as you go along through other seasons, you may pick up, okay, I recognize the voice. I kind of know who this is, you know, but another part of it is when um, people do start getting revealed. And this year, they've had a couple shocking reveals. Um, I'll, I'll say uh, two here. Shaka Khan got revealed pretty early on. She is no longer in the competition. And then Sarah Palin was revealed at one point as well. Um, so those are just two people that have been in this season. If you want to go back and watch, absolutely. Um, there's, I'm not telling you who they are, but they were eliminated at some point in the show. But that's what makes it so interesting because you would be like, you could guess someone like a, let's say a Latoya Jackson, and it's someone completely the opposite of her. And it's like, I didn't know she could sing. So that's what makes this show so freaking awesome. Again, Hulu, Fox.com, somewhere on your TV, you can definitely find this show. All right, we're down to the final recommendation I have here, and there's, and it's, like I said, a YouTube series called Escape the Night. You know, I, you know, I talked about Amazon Prime. The issue with that is you do have to pay per season, I believe, unless you have an account. Um, actually, even if you have an account, I think you have to pay for a, a season, I believe. I'm not completely sure. But uh, YouTube, uh, Escape the Night is on a YouTube premium thing, so you definitely have to pay, and I think it might be a monthly payment to watch this thing. So if you're not fully into YouTube already, um, there's a bit of an issue. But if you know somebody who has a YouTube premium account, um, say, hey, can we get your stuff? We kind of want to watch this. It's called Escape the Night. So Escape the Night is essentially an escape, a prolonged escape room. Uh, there's been at least probably 10 episodes per season. And there's been four seasons and... You know, I started watching it late in its, um, when, uh, late, you know, in its, uh, late in its growth development, I guess, um, around season three is when I started first watching. And so the, um, the the premise of this is a YouTuber named Joey Graceffa invites people over to a mansion of his and then somehow some evil force, some evil entity um, has them go through and go through challenges to earn things to, you know, survive the night. And these challenges result in a uh, death, 
of a YouTuber. Now, these are fake deaths, obviously, because these YouTubers are still alive, um, which, you know, obviously this makes people feel probably a little bit better. So, obviously, you know, there's a little bit, some aspects to this. Now, there, there's a little bit of horror um, element to this show as well. There are monsters that, um, in some episodes, that will jump scare the crap out of you. Trust me, I've had that happen. Um, and some that just, you know, but there is a horror aspect to this. Um, it, and this is scripted at points, but it's not completely scripted. So the YouTube, the, the guy who helped, who came up with the idea, Joey Graceffa, he was saying, I watched an interview on YouTube with a, another YouTuber that he was getting interviewed by. And he said, yeah, you know, well, there are these other, there are these other people that have scripts that they absolutely have to stick to and all the youtubers including you know this is him speaking including myself uh are kind of surprised i i want myself to be surprised i i had the opportunity to maybe look at the script but no like all this and you know we're unscripted and he said even when it comes to the challenges that's unscripted there's no you know point of you know we can't pinpoint who's gonna completely fail at a challenge so it was something along the lines of that that you know the, the quote is was something along the lines of uh that i'm just paraphrasing there but you know it that's what makes this show so interesting and um you know like i said it's a bunch of youtubers and so there's have been a lot of pretty famous pretty famous youtubers on this show so you've had alex wasabi you've had matt pat you've had uh, Tana Mojo, Lele Pons, uh, let's see, who else? Shane Dawson, Liza Koshy, and, uh, I Justine is one, uh, Timothy De La Ghetto, uh, Daystorm Power, um, and so you've had a couple of really, uh, those are some pretty well-known YouTubers. They're not to the level of, you know, PewDiePie or Ninja or Jacksepticeye, but, there's still famous YouTubers that people like. I, and one thing that really got me that's cool about this show is I remember watching, Al, you know, Alex Wasabi's videos when I was just a little bit younger. And then now I've gotten completely back into him and watching him more on YouTube now only because of this. And same with Matt Pat. I've heard, I heard of, you know, I heard of him. I'd seen him on videos, but now I'm watching channels of his. So it kind of influence, it can influence you to go and kind of watch some of their channels. Um, but that's all I have. So, you know, I, so, uh, let me got, let me know if you guys have any episode suggestions for me, uh, because, you know, I want to get some cranked out. I do have one I'm going to do here soon in, uh, my favorite athletes. And then I'm going to do one for, uh, the NFL, upcoming NFL draft. I'm going to do a mock draft 2.0 here pretty soon. Um, right at the week of that, but you know, if y'all want me, because I, I wanted to talk about maybe comparing Disney movies, if you, you know, like, like the Frozens to the older princess movies. And if you want me to, I can go through some of the YouTube channels that I watch and recommend some, t some of those to you. Um, I think that would be pretty interesting, but let me know what y'all want to hear on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, even on the Facebook page. You know, let me know. Um, comment down below on what stuff 
you know, on the, all that stuff as well on what you're on your on what you're watching currently. And maybe I can watch some of that stuff. And so uh, with that being said, uh, goodbye. And I hope you guys have a good day.